When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back for another video. In this video, we're going to look at the best players to buy for Game Week 8 and beyond. Lots to discuss from all the action on the weekend, so let's get straight into it. Starting off with the goalkeeper projections, and this week Leno's top, home to Sheffield United. This season, Sheffield United have registered a big chance every 115 minutes, which is worse than the league. Their 5.54 expected goals ranks 18th. If you're on a wildcard, I've put together a few goalkeeper rotations to consider here. Ariola for 4.2 mil, such great value, so he's got to be a staple, so he's in all three combos. West Ham actually rotate incredibly well with Bournemouth, so Neto in goal is the other option. This season, Neto's prevented four expected goals, only one player's prevented more, which is Ariola with 4.1. So on a wild card, it's a goalkeeper rotation worth considering. Fulham also rotate well with Areola, so Leno's also a good shout, but 0.2 mil more. Turner didn't have a great game against Brentford, got very lucky after a kick on Vissa wasn't awarded as a penalty. Something to be mindful of, with Flacadimos waiting in the sidelines for a chance to play. General consensus has been that Turner keeps his spot, perhaps until he has a bad game or two. At the end of the day, if Lacadamos was playing Champions League football for Benfica before signing, there's no way he would have left for Nottingham Forest to be a backup keeper indefinitely. Hope I'm wrong as a Turner owner myself, but of course it is something to be wary of if you're wildcarding. Johnston owners can rest easy for now because Henderson, who was pushing for the number one spot, picked up a thigh injury in the League Cup. He's third on the projections this week with Palace home to Nottingham Forest. On to defenders then, and this week Pedro Porro's top of the game at 8 projections. Question is, is he worth 0.2 mil extra over a Dogi? Porro was someone that I ultimately decided to include in my wildcard myself. My sell price was 4.6 mil for a Dogi, so a bigger price difference. They're both excellent picks, away to Luton this weekend and then home to Fulham. If we compare their stats, Porro is the more attacking. He's created 3 more chances, he's taken 4 corners, 14 more crosses and 8 more shots. Against Liverpool, Porro actually finished on 7 points despite conceding, with an assist for the late goal and he took all 3 bonus points. 0.45 xG to 0.09 xG ultimately shows Porro has got the superior goal threat. Last season, Porro had an expected goal involvement every 272 minutes. For comparison, Trent last season was also every 272 minutes and Trippi only slightly better every 264 minutes. That said, one thing worth mentioning is last season Pedro Porro didn't play as many games. Diop makes the table this week with Fulham home to Sheffield United. Not a move to consider unless you're on a one week punt in defence, but if you have the money for the Spurs boys above then they're worth it. Trippier is the real dilemma on a wildcard, 18 and 12 pointers in his last two games and he's shot up to second top scoring defender now. However he does impact your team balance heavily, it's not as easy to have Salah, Haaland, Son and Trippier etc. The latest is that Botman could be out for up to a month, 
However, there is an international break, so it could mean that he misses three games max. Lascelles filled in a centre-back last game week. Byrne, probably the best cheap Newcastle defender now at 4.5 mil. Cash put up another six-pointer against Brighton. He conceded, but he got an assist and he took a bonus point. Villa have got an amazing fixture run ahead, and he's top among all defenders for expected goal involvement this season. Some analysis in the scout article here from the weekend shows that Dinya took 16 final third touches versus Brighton to Cash's 9. The problem with Dinya is the threat of Moreno, who could get a game at left back imminently. If you're tight for money then perhaps just get a centre back. Trent not on the projections this week, he did make the bench for Liverpool's game against Spurs and he was subbed on in the 66th minute. Liverpool do have a very strong run of games ahead so he might be a crazy differential given how high his ceiling is. The problem is he's 7.9 mil. He might drop to 7.8 mil soon, but Trippier for over 1 mil cheaper seems like it makes way more sense. And even then, it's difficult to get a well balanced team with Trippier without making sacrifices. On to the midfielders then, and this week, Sun leads the game A projections with 6.4 points, topping the league. So, is this an opportunity to go against Haaland, who is away to Arsenal? Clearly a massive gap between the two fixture difficulties and the projections are back in Sun, who's got 6 goals in his last 4 games, just one blank. Something worth noting though is in all of those last 4 games he has been subbed off early, seems to be carrying a minor injury. Post-match, Postacogli said he wasn't 100% but the two had a chat and Sun was desperate to play. There's a good chance he does come off early against Luton again, but he could have done what's required of him by then obviously. If he's not in your team, then it is a transfer to prioritise. Failing that, Madison, who is third on the projections here. On a wildcard, having both Sun and Madison looks the way to go. Richarlison got the assist for Sun's goal, and he did start the game though. He actually played down the left with Sun through the middle. For 6.7 mil, he could be an under the radar pick, back in the start in 11 again, and he took up dangerous positions against Liverpool. Salah owners could feel pretty hard done by as his streak of returns came to an end due to an absolute howler from VAR last match. I think Liverpool are going to find an extra 10% after such an injustice to right the wrong, expecting more opportunities to go against Haaland in the coming weeks for captaincy. Even this week actually, Salah is a captaincy shout, up against Brighton who have just conceded 6 to Villa. Rashford and Bruno both had good chances last match against Palace but it just isn't happening for Man United right now, let alone the mids. They're both on the projections this week for another home fixture against Brentford and this one's really must win. They've lost 4 of their first 7 games which is the first time they've done so since the 1989-90 season, the first time in the Premier League era. The RB doesn't make the table this week, he is currently flagged so his expected minutes are a question mark at the time of recording. Post-match, Emery said, I think he has some pain, but I don't think it's relevant for the next games. So hopefully it's a minor issue and he'll be back, in which case he's a great option for 6.7 mil if he's given the all-clear. Neto is only projected 3.4 this week, so he doesn't make the table, but for 5.6 mil he's worth a mention because he's returned in his last five games in a row now with a goal and five assists. The other 5.6 mil midfielder to mention is Gordon, who also has six returns, coming from two goals and four assists in his case. He picked up his fifth yellow card of the season last match though, so he is suspended for West Ham away. However, if you're on a wild card, it's something you can plan around, and then he's back for a nice run of games, starting with Palace home. On to the forwards then, and this week, Haaland's projected 5.2 points, so for comparison, that puts him behind Sun, Salah and Madison, who could all make the case for captain over Haaland. But let's talk about Watkins with an unbelievable performance against Brighton, 3 goals, 2 assists, 23 points. It was actually a crazy overperformance as well with his 5 returns coming from 0.98 expected goal involvement. 
But again, probably not the fixture ticket here. He's got to be in our thinking. If you can't make the move this week, then game week 9 or 10 also looks fine. It's a move you can make and take confidence that it's going to be a position in your team that you can leave untouched for the foreseeable future. The less positions that you might need to change around, the better. Is he worth the extra 1 mil over Alvarez? This one really depends on what you can use that 1 mil for. For example, if it takes you from Chilwell to Trippier, then obviously Trippier and Alvarez are the better combination. However, we might see a resurgence of a front 3 formation. The most common formation this season has been 3-5-2, but a 3-4-3 with an attack of Haaland, Alvarez and Watkins looks really good. Post-match, Watkins said, it's definitely not going to be my last hat-trick, so he's really high on confidence right now and he's building good chemistry with Diaby. Since Unai Emery took over Villa, only Salah and Haaland have got more attacking returns than Ollie Watkins. Jackson returns from suspension for the fixture against Burnley away, projected 4.2 points for that one. Isaac's high on the projections this week as well, but not worth a transfer unless it's a one-week punt before wildcarding and only if Wilson's out, who did fail a late fitness test last match. Thanks for watching. If this video was helpful, hit subscribe. There's more FPL content like this every week. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.